Today on Turnout, Carly welcomes questioning photographer J.J. Selman. And they talk about everything from taking pictures to eventing to bullying in the show world and mental health in the show world. Pretty interesting stuff. I think everybody will definitely enjoy it. So tune in and turn out. So the thing that I really love talking about right now is the fact that I am self-pronounced to hate supplements, but I do love a lot of the products that Equithrive makes. And I think that even without, you know, having Equithrive within the conversation, my gateway drug into supplements was a probiotic. Last year, my Thoroughbred Mac actually had some of the most terrible skin disease you have ever seen in your entire life. His entire coat fell off right around March And I tried everything. I tried antibiotics. I tried systemic antibiotics, topical antibiotics. I tried antifungals. I tried the tried and true MTG. We did everything on this poor horse, and he looked terrible. And then I finally realized that none of that matters if your horse doesn't have good gut health. And so I put him on a probiotic, and within weeks, he had transformed into his normal, happy, shiny, good-looking horse. Equithrive makes an amazing gut product called Equithrive Gut, and it is both a probiotic and a prebiotic, and now I swear by it. Every single one of my horses, whether they're in my care for life or in my care for a few weeks while they're being rehomed or resold, is on this probiotic. And even more so, as somebody who was a yearling manager, this is something that I really wish that I had thought of or known or tried 10 years ago as I was prepping all of my sales horses. Again, it doesn't matter how much, you know, show sheen you put on that horse or what type of shampoo you put on them or if there's conditioner involved. If these horses do not have good gut health, They're not going to look good outwardly. And this is something that can be taken across the entire equine industry. So if you're showing horses, if you're selling horses, if you're prepping those yearlings for the Keeneland sale in September, or if you just want to look at shiny dappled out horses in your field, really come and get some of this Equithrive gut. I don't think you will be disappointed. Okay, guys, our next guest is one of my favorite people mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. I think the love's reciprocated. Yeah. But I have the infamous J.J. Silman, who is photographer to the stars at this point in time. Yeah. The funny thing is, though, is that I feel like those of us that are old, fickle people in this industry, in this town, we've known J.J. since she was just a young wee thing with a little tiny camera. Yeah, it's grown. Not as good of pictures. No, no, it's really sad, actually. (laughs) But she now is not only an amazing photographer that travels. God, you're you're international now. You just got back from Canada. Canada, and that's it. Yeah, we'll call it eventually. You're north. It's it's like saying you're an international eventer (laughs) when you do, like, the one star at the horse park. (laughs) But beyond being a photographer, we have gotten to witness her morph into this advocate on social media to be against bullying in our industry, pro mental 
illness and mental health awareness and also a huge advocate for how horses can be used for all of the above. So how we can use horses to build better friendships, we can use horses to help our mental health, and then even more so, she actually now is a full-time employee at the Central Kentucky Riding for Hope, which is a therapeutic riding organization. So, which of those three things do you want to start with, JJ? Uh, I don't care. Whatever you want to start with. I think, so I was actually talking to somebody today about the fact that you were coming. She didn't know you at all. But she was like, what are you guys talking about? And I said, the one thing I really want to talk to JJ about is bullying. And how we all see it. There's like an endemic in horses that allows people, or people feel like they have this right to tell other people that they're doing the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. And social media has just made it a hundred times worse for sure so what has been your experience in all of that oh gosh <laughs> i don't i don't know where to start with that well let's talk about the eventing connect thing so talk about the fact that you were like actually pretty adamant about the fact that eventing connect doesn't use your pictures oh yeah so i've posted multiple times that they are not allowed to use my photos for any of their posts. If they post it on their social media, then they have to, the person that has that post has to take it down. Uh, because I just don't think that the photos they take of falls and the horses getting hurt, the one specifically that really got me a little bit animated against them was when they posted an article, I think the cover photo was Marilyn Little in a fall at, like, uh, one of the big shows down in Florida. And first of all, I just think that's just in the worst taste. Yeah, we're already fighting enough negativity for our sport. And then, like, it was, like, the top – I don't know. It was, like, what they learned from this event. And it was supposed to be, like, a joke, but it was, like, a really bad joke. They talked about, like, how many rails someone had with – this horse that my friend owns and she took it like it was just not good because that horse is she's trying to campaign it to be an upper level horse and to have them completely roast that horse and say that it's just hitting a bunch of rails coming down that that wasn't cool and then when it was all said and done they posted that they uh, there's a lot of backlash which I wasn't a part of at first but then the person that owns Eventing Connect, or co-owns, I don't really know, she decided to put someone that disagreed with her post, put her yellow cards in the oh, comments. That's that's wrong. Yeah. And then the writer was like, I mean, I don't live in a glass house. This is, I'm not yeah, proud of this. Yeah, you can look that up on anybody yeah, and find it. I'm not it. proud of this, but thanks for like showing all this. Like That wasn't really that cool. So then... That's when I got involved and I started to just say that I didn't completely call them out right away. But then when it just kept going, I was just like, well, they already use my photos sometimes right now because they use like the eventing is like winning this weekend and they post all everyone's social medias. And I was just like, I don't want my photos with this. This I think that's awesome, though, because you... You're unique in the fact that you are finally starting to make money off these photos. Thank God, woman. Something like that. She's tr- like, she's not even trying. She's like in the, you know, sneaking around being like, I really don't want to have this, have this be a job. But at the same time, people are offering me money. So I have to make money. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it gives you a little bit of a power. 
Yeah. Because you've been taking pictures of riders. You've now cultivated this huge following on social media. Kids listen to you. But also you can use that as a as a threat, as yeah. like, please behave how is appropriate mm-hmm. or you don't get to use my photographs. Exactly, yeah. And I think that it's awesome, like, you use that to levy yourself. You know what I mean? To, like, have some power in the yeah. world because not many people have that power. Yeah. You know? And to also take, like, a financial stand because, like, some of these magazines will pay you to use your pictures. Yes. So to be like, I'm not making money off of your magazine anymore. Please refrain from using yeah. my pictures. But that goes into such a broader topic of social media in general. Yeah. And the constant negativity. And more so the fact that, especially for us as riders and upper level riders specifically, they tend to do everything in the most positive spin because they're looking for sponsors. They're looking for money, training, whatever. And so nobody ever sees the negative or the hard parts of riding. And that can like really wear on like the up and comer yeah. or the young teenager. And I know you've been pretty vocal about that. So can you have like a little bit of a talk about just how you've seen these teenagers handle like young riders, the the drama behind the barns, like the bullying in the barns? <sighs> I try to ignore it. Uh, like just, I try to see the positives and like everything, but it is very hard to like see these riders on like off track thoroughbreds that didn't buy these horses and they don't have a bunch of shows under their belt. So they're trying their hardest just to get like the one qualifying score that maybe will let them just travel with the team, not even be on the team. So watching them go through that and seeing this person that like bought a Rolex Land Rover horse and is able just to go, which I don't, I don't really shame those people either because if you have like the resources and can have this horse, then it's wonderful. And I know a lot of those riders that are just the nicest people yeah, in the some world. Yeah, some of them are amazing. So nice. And uh, don't like go on social media all the time and brag about it. Like it's not a huge deal, but it's definitely a lot harder to see like some really good friends of mine really struggle to get that. And they know and they watch all the other riders just go out there, show once, have the qualifying score, and then we'll probably be on the team because that horse is a good cross-country horse or dressage yeah. horse. And it always ends up looking so easy on yes. social media. And that goes back to the idea of, like, we do a very bad job of talking about the training yeah. or the hard times or, you know what I mean, just, like, the little small things, even just, oh, gosh, my horse blew an abscess the week yeah. before Young Riders. Like, that needs to be discussed a bit more often. Because it's not all rainbows and butterflies, even if you have the $100,000 horse. No. Um. The other thing, too, though, is you've been doing a lot on Instagram with, like, your positivity posts. <laughs> so were those – is that for you personally, or is that for those riders that are your friends that are struggling? Um, I think it's kind of both because sometimes I'm having, like, one of those days – or my anxiety is through the roof, and I just need to see that, like, something's going right for someone. Like, I don't need it to be going right for me in that moment, though usually everything's fine. Um, I just like to see a lot of people's posts and see what they're doing, and I just don't think that, because when they post on their own social media and, like, talk about how great everything's going, then they kind of get crucified for it, because they seem like they are just bragging. So it's just... Like, in the comments, like, no one's going to read through most of those comments, so they can just talk about it and have someone talk with them about it and be happy with them. 
I try to be like, sometimes I like don't really understand <laughs> what they comment. Cause especially cause I have a lot of hunter jumper friends <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't really know what that means, but I'm really happy for you. <laughs> I well, got five out of five. Was, <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> but I try to be there for them, but then I feels like fake. I'm like, great work, smiley face. But I try to like make it more like, I don't know, like in the, like, I don't know, just more personal, <laughs> but it's really hard. It, it's yeah. But I just try to, especially with how negative the world can be. I try to just get people to like, just say, I don't know, like anything positive. Cause there's always something yeah. going good. It doesn't seem like it, but there's always like a really it's also, good thing. It's amazing to me, like how much of a blessing and a curse social media has become in the equestrian world, because it definitely enables bullies. Like there's yeah. definitely people hiding behind their keyboards and typing vicious, terrible things to each other. At the same time, though, I think it's been really amazing for kids like me who grew up as the horse crazy girl in a town of no horses. So, like, I was bullied because I loved horses. Yeah. And now it's nice to see on social media that, the, that these young teenagers have this support system either on Instagram or Facebook or, God, I guess all of them are off Facebook, Snapchat, whatever they're using these days. Yeah, a lot of social media nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> I try whatever to... new cool thing they're using. Yeah. But they see like-minded kids. So I think that it definitely serves its purpose. I think that it can also be unchecked and unregulated. And then that leads us to safe sport. So yeah. policing the bullying. Like, do you think that that's possible to police all of that and what goes on on social media? Or is that a parent thing? Uh, honestly, I think it's more of a parent thing. I, it's, it's really hard to... I think it would be really hard to watch that and not take away from how good it can be instead of like adding a bunch of criteria to yeah. what you have to post about. Um, and I just, especially in this time, it's parents really need to pay attention more because of everything that's going on. But then parents are really nowadays really good about, um, because I think this generation more has been struggling with the anxiety and the social media. So they know to like kind of police yeah. that. It was like the last 10 yeah. years that almost got like yeah. the weird, you know, the social yeah. experiment that was social media. And now the next generation yeah. is a little bit more like this can really mess you and up. I, and I live in that weird time where my parents were definitely not part of the huge social media movement. Like we were talking about these how they used to do photos and it was blowing my mind because it's just, I could never do that because <laughs> they, because they used to have them on like little slides and projectors and I'm like, no, it's no, a slideshow. I can't do that. <laughs> no, I know that, but it's like, I don't know. It's like, mm, no, like 1800 stuff, I swear. But I live in that time where my parents, while they're really supportive and I am really lucky to have them, I don't, when I was younger, they really didn't understand, like, and I didn't understand what I was going through, like, just mentally. I was just having really bad anxiety, but I didn't know it was anxiety until probably, like, within the last four years or so. That's why I've become so vocal about it, because I just was like, why am I mad right now? There's no reason. Why am I really sad? Why am I feeling all these things? And... I'm just, I have a very strong personality, so I don't want to go to therapy. I tried to, and it didn't really work for me because I 
we just played board games and I feel like he was trying to get into my head and I was just, this is not helping. You already know how I feel about I this. I know. I don't you feel. try yeah. a new therapist. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it just, I just don't like talking about my feelings very much. I would rather write down. That's why I'm really good about social media because I can write everything down while I'm having this anxiety and I can share with people that they're not feeling that alone. Yeah. And then... Usually I wake up and I'm just like, geez, that was a hole. I'm crazy sometimes. No, but I I think that was one of my favorite things about you because you are, you're kind of in that, uh, that awkward age where my group still considers you young, but there's a ton of teenagers that consider you like old and wise. Yeah. Apparently I'm uncool sometimes. (laughs) That that awkward 22 year old thing. Yeah, it's pretty. But the, these, this young group and even the older group, they need to hear that, like, it's normal. That someone that they respect or look up to or that even if they just like you for your damn pictures, yeah. that still that somebody is outwardly saying, I struggle from anxiety, yeah. I've struggled with depression because yeah. of it. When I get on social media at times when I am having anxiety, reading everything yeah. makes me, you know, even worse. Yeah. And I just want people to know that, like, I'm a positive person. You can come to me if you need positivity yeah. or jokes or whatever. And then I get off. And then I just get off. I just get off because I Facebook. don't, don't want to. Because scrolling Facebook sometimes can just be. But it, but it is true, though. Like, and I, just like you, I didn't realize that I suffered from anxiety until the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I would have been a 28-year-old woman being like, I have no mental illnesses. I'm fine. I'm yeah. smart. I'm getting my PhD. It, it was considered really bad. Like, you were crazy. Like, yeah. we would definitely be in, like, a psych ward yeah. if we told people. Yeah. And I didn't even realize, like you, I didn't even realize it was anxiety until I talked to a friend yeah. who has anxiety and was like, oh, you had a panic attack. You had an anxiety attack. And mine was literally just at the barn, which was yeah. the worst place ever to have it. And I, the only thing that I can compare it to, to people listening is I literally felt homesick. Like I was in the barn and I got that intense feeling that we all feel when we're kids getting dropped off at our grandparents' house of, I don't want to be here. My parents are leaving me. Something bad is going to happen. Danger, danger, danger. Get me out of here. And that was what I was feeling at the barn. So like I would ride one horse, I would put him away and I would go to ride the second horse and have this overwhelming feeling of get out, get out of here, go home, do something else. And then I would get home and it would be like five 30 at night. And I would sit on the couch and go, why did, why didn't I ride my other horse? You know what I mean? It made no sense in my mind. I was like, now I feel fine. And then I'd be pissed that I didn't ride my other horse, which then would lead to like this vicious cycle. And then you get kind of depressed. Yeah, exactly. And then then I'd be sad about it. And then I'd get on social media and see everybody riding their goddamn horses. And then you feel like a terrible horse owner because you did not take that extra step. But I think that everybody needs to realize that all of these things are so normal. And I think that a lot of us who are competitive riders, we have a similar personality type. Like, you wouldn't devote your entire life, income, and every moment of your time to these animals if you weren't a specific type of person. So I think that we're more prone to being competitive, anxious, when the show doesn't go well, depressed, drinkers, which JJ has her opinions about as well. You know what I mean? So, like, we... (laughs) JJ's a a big proponent of having fun without substance abuse. Yeah, yeah. But... You know what I mean? So I think that we all need to support ourselves and it ties in together with the bullying because everybody's struggling, guys. Yeah. So like lift each other up 
instead of tearing each other down. You having a bad day doesn't mean that you need to make somebody else have a bad day. Do what JJ does. What would JJ do? <laughs> what would WWJJ <laughs> What would JJ do? Post something. Ask about, ask, reach out to people and say, I'm having a bad day. People tell me that, tell me something amazing that's going on in your yeah. life. Or vice versa, say I'm having a bad day. Like, can, just, can somebody talk to yeah. me about it? Because that's the thing too is, again, social media being a blessing and a curse. Somebody will reach out to you and say, oh, I've also had a really shitty week. Yeah, and then you feel way better. <laughs> yeah, the minute yeah. you don't feel alone, you feel way better. Like, use the social media for good. Like, use it to bring happiness into people's mm-hmm. lives. Okay, so this then, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep skipping around. There's like 17 things I want to talk to you about. Okay. So, positivity on social media. Humans of eventing. Yeah. Let's talk place. about how this came about. <sighs> well, I have recently, as you said before, I've started to make money at horse shows <laughs> instead of just taking a bunch of photos and then posting them, which I still do. But Support okay. your show photographers, yeah. guys. So I uh, work for Express now, so now and I... And Cantor Clicks. And Cantor Clicks, sorry, sorry. Um, and I don't have... At the end of the show, I don't have anything to really show for it, which it's it's nice because I have money, but then I don't have, like, photos to... So I then was like, well, there's a lot of stuff going on still. I can take... Because I can still have my camera with me, but I just can't take show photos. I mean, yeah, because that would be stupid if I did that. <laughs> um, so, and I can still take, like, photos with my phone, just while I'm out and about with the horses around there. And I can take fun candids. I can show off all my friends doing all their hard work, which is they don't post about like the JJ good. loves her some candids. I love me some candids. Those are the good <laughs> stuff. Oh, they're she so likes good. hugging and horses making bad faces. So much <laughs> hugging. Um, but so then you can't hugging. post too many bad horse faces because then they could be abused, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just started to, because I sit out there for hours now, which is a whole other thing. Um, we're sunscreen, you guys, and it's kind of important. I just want to go ahead gonna, and throw that out can there. Can your next hat be a visor? I know, for sure. <gasps> this one, I have figured it out. <laughs> this one show, which is completely unrelated, they, I was just like, I, I wasn't even thinking, I was like, it'd be kind of cool if I had like, oh, I don't, I, yes, to have like a, the sun like visor a sun visor, <laughs> but then they're like, you, yeah, that's just a ball cap. I was like, oh. I feel like you could also <laughs> rock like the 1980s, like Technicolor see-through visor. Oh my gosh, no. Yes. The banker visor, the banker. Yeah, yes, yeah, the banker visor. It'll give you shade. Yeah, but now I can sit out of my car. Express, so I have air conditioning <laughs> for hours. So yeah, I'm sitting out there for hours, and it's now I hear everyone yeah, talking. She overhears a I, lot of madness. There's so much. Sometimes it's not as good, and I can't post everything because you're you guys are all welcome. Because I could expose every single one of you. By the way, <laughs> she um, has a burn book. <laughs> yeah, I do. All the photos. I have like this little secret folder in my laptop. Oh my God, you would. Now somebody's gonna hack you. I know. Well, good luck with that because I have very poor organization skills on my laptop. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say I have great security I on don't. my laptop. Just really poor because I, uh, I use light, this photo editing, and I just kind of like 
type a few letters and I'm like, that sounds good. So there's no organization. And then when people, important people like Smart Pack wanted to use my photo for their uh, cover one. Dude, she has, a po- she has a picture up in Times Square. I did, which. How, yeah, 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 John, you haven't gotten to that level yet. Um, and it's very hard to find photos now so also get organized people that's also important (laughs) which I'm not going to do but I want you guys to start doing that Um, and so now I hear everything and everyone now hears everything because they want to send it to me um, which is amazing. I still think it was, I had no clue <laughs> you were near me last weekend. I was, I was coming out of dressage and I was talking to a good friend of mine and I was like, Oh, I was like, he stepped in a water bucket this morning, but you know, he's going to stop at the water tomorrow on cross country. And then I yes, like, he didn't. He was amazing. Yeah. He didn't stop at the water <laughs> because the entire course was water. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, water. I, there was this massive puddle in warm up, and I just kept making him canter through it. Like every time we came around, I used the puddle as like a water obstacle in my. Yeah, it was warm-up. probably my bad because I definitely went four wheeling in my Kia Soul because I didn't want to get rained on while I took dressage photos. You're the worst. I'm really bad. <laughs> but so she posts, go to, on Facebook, search for humans of eventing. She posts the funniest quotes and just in the barns and cross country walks in dressage, warm up everywhere. Some of the stuff that we are saying guys is hysterical, but it goes back to like the power of positivity. Yeah. Like it is just a feel good page. Cause I'm not going to post someone like telling off their horse or anything like that. No. I just, I just want but, to focus on You know what, though? I stuff. think, so we always joked about this idea, obviously stemming from the humans of New York idea. Mm-hmm. You can do a lot of good with a page like that. Yeah. Like, it really could be used for good. We've talked about doing it. Like, I think that, well, it's humans of eventing, so it has to be eventing. But, like, go take, you know, get some quotes from some grooms. Get some quotes from... Yeah. The behind-the-scenes people that never make it. Like, it's – I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be bigger than you yeah. expect it to. That's how, like, all my social media works out. So. Yeah, how many, I don't, how many followers do you have on Instagram? 30,000 something. What? Yeah. I thought I had a lot. Well. I'm checking yours. How many do you are, – are you maxed out on friends on Facebook? About, like, 1,000. I need to stop adding you do, you people. Have, you, have a, you have a decimal in your follower number. I do. You're so much cooler and than And I've had that for so many years now. And sometimes I scroll back and I'm like, wow, you really, you, I thought I was peaking then, but then it's just slowly. You guys, there, there is, JJ is one of the most powerful women I know. Like she posted a picture of my sales horse and 30 minutes later, Lynn Zemanski's texting me asking about him. <laughs> like JJ literally posted like, this horse is cool. And then an Olympian reaches out to me. Yeah, that's. <laughs> because she's friends with all of them because she tags them in the pictures and, and then I, they add her yeah. and then I'm not gonna post something that I won't stand behind like that was a cool horse it was a cool I horse miss I miss him <laughs> <laughs> so we miss you theory I love you theory long time please come to the Kentucky Horse Park we love you <laughs> um so uh since I have so many followers on Instagram I have like a lot of companies that like come to me and they want to have me post about it and I I just I don't feel really comfortable advertising the people that have what if it was like Kia like what if Kia Kia was like you love your Kia soul 
I and know. you could become our new hamster. I know. Oh, well, that would be really fun, but um, <laughs> I don't think I could do that. I mean, I love my Kia Soul. Thank you, Kia, for no, just wait, having a No, gotta change your mind, time. JJ. If it's a product you believe in, I have said for the longest time, shout out Equithrive. Thank you for sponsoring me. <laughs> I want sponsored by like key things in life. I want sponsored by duct tape. Yeah, it's probably I important. want sponsored by Magic Cushion because I use a lot of that on Max Feet. And I want sponsored by Bud Light, specifically for Nixon, because Nixon loves him some beer. So those three things I, I feel like are essential for life for me. Maybe John Deere. If also, speaking of which, the minute that Jeep sponsored William Fox Pitt and Luke found out that Jeep sponsors an eventer, mind blown. He was like, get to that level. I should bring that up to him now that he has said, I'm not supposed to move up any more levels. It's going to take a five-star to get Jeep, baby. But remember, no stars. You no don't stars. get to do any stars. I might put that in my wedding vows. Okay. <laughs> I vow to do two stars. All stars. Oh. My, my, my fiancé, who just got a podcast recorded, told me under a secret recording that JJ <laughs> then posted on Humans of Eventing <laughs> that uh, I asked him what, what level he was comfortable with. And he said, none. And then I asked him if he would feel better if I bought a five-star or if he bought me a five-star horse <laughs> and then I just went up to like two-star and his response was, there will be no stars. Yeah, he was really <laughs> adamant about that. And then he so, was like, Carly, you're recording me. Stop recording me. I like my favorite was everybody that was like, does he not understand that that's only international and you could still get up to advanced and have no stars? And I was like, oh, touche, good point. Oh, gosh. Can't afford international events anyway. Anyway. Last topic I want to touch on with you, because I do think it all ties on together. We, you're a huge advocate for mental health. You're a huge advocate for horses, positivity, social media, which leads us to CKRH. Yep. So you work for the Central Kentucky Riding for Hope mm -hmm. organization, which is a therapeutic riding facility. Mm -hmm. And just quickly tell me what you do, what it's all about, how we can support them. <sighs> All right. It's like a loaded question. It is. There's a lot. <laughs> In three minutes or less. No, okay. <laughs> um, so I have been there for nearly a decade now, not working there. I started as barn help. I was just a young, young lady. And that young lady definitely was struggling a lot with um, anxiety and depression, which is a terrible mixture because anxiety – Makes everything go really fast, but then depression really slows it down. So I was like, just Uppers get... Uppers and downers. Yeah. <laughs> I was just exhausted. So I, it, yeah, it was not a good... And I would take that out on a lot of people. And my parents, like I said before, they... I, I, I was a rebellious teen, but I also was a rebellious teen that was struggling with trying to just figure out where I was. Um, and so... I would do things that would get me in trouble. And of course the parents have to do what parents have to do. And they would take, they took away like my horse time. Ugh, so then it's the worst it, punishment. It, it's pretty bad. Um, my dad threatened to sell my horse. If I got below a three Oh in college, I tell you what, I didn't get below a three Oh ever. So it actually is a good effective punishment. Yeah, I failed photography in school. So. <laughs> I, I almost failed reproductive physiology. Yeah, so High five. No, Take that, doctor. But I want to say her last name was Bodie Meister. That doesn't make any sense. It sounds like a horse name. That is a horse name. Uh, That's Bodie's father. Anyhow, take that, doctor. 
I don't remember your name, but you were you were okay, lady. I, it's fine. I wrote <laughs> you a letter. At, I wrote you a letter at the end of the year and told you what you did wrong, and you understood. Um, <laughs> it's all good. Oh my god. Um, so they took away my horse time, and that didn't really help my anxiety because having horses around me was like the only thing I have to like talk to so then that like kind of made it really worse and but it's it's fair because I was failing out of school and they didn't have anything else to do so I would like sit in my room all the time (laughs) and thankfully my mom found CKRH and I was able to start there and I think having that my mom made sure to like make sure I did a lot of, like, the office stuff at first. I wasn't allowed to go with the horses too much. Um, She made it very strict for me out there just so I would – I had a little bit of horse time, but not too much that I was getting too happy about it. But (laughs) – Still work. Still, yeah. So I was able to clean a bunch of stalls. I think that being around the program, because we serve so many clients, we have – we have – so many, so many different programs. Um, we had like uh, women that have been raped come in and have like a seminar with our full-time um, therapist on staff, and we have wounded warriors that came in and got to hang out with horses, and you just see how much they responded to being around horses. And then we have just our regular. Um, therapeutic riding and you see like how really lucky I am to be in the situation I am and able to help all these people and just interact with them was kind of eye-opening to me because every we're just really lucky to be how we are and have life kind of so much easier than the people that would come in But even more so, like, we as riders, we joke that horses, I say horses are my therapy, but, like, they they actually are. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we know that hippotherapy is therapy. Yeah. So just how blessed we all are to ride them every day and think of it as a hobby, but it's actually a therapy session. And the program really, like, saved me, has saved all these people, and the volunteers that come in, we so many different backgrounds, um, and we're able to serve like so many clients of different backgrounds. Our volunteers are able to interact with them, but it's all like centered around the horses and how much they can. It's like just they just do so much for people, and you see it just in our volunteers, like every day. They come in, they've had like a terrible day at work, and they just are trying to get this day done. But then they lead our big fjords around for a little bit, and they, they're just, they just make you feel good. And you just spend a couple hours with these animals, and it's, yeah, it's very therapeutic for everyone. So it, I definitely owe a lot to that, to see carriage, just, uh, save me from myself because I was definitely going down a road that was not gonna bring all what I have now like I don't think I would have photography because I was definitely like headed down a really really bad path that was not looking so good for me um 
and they helped me become uh they took me to like shows the eventing shows like well i guess paul frazier's not really eventing it's like a, it's combined all the yes. eventers yeah. Are there. <laughs> yeah all the eventers are there so i was get to go i would get to go there and they would get me other photography gigs like at the steeplechase and they would really just stand behind me and keep pushing me forward and now they are absolutely amazing i know my co-workers don't like it when I travel for a week at a time to go to Canada and Montana but they also understand that um, it's something that I really want to do and it really helps me go out there have an adventure and then be able to come back and be with them but I think you also do a really good job of doing like undercover PR for CKRH because it's kind of like it's the constant like look at me chasing a fjord around the indoor arena look at me you know what i mean like they all have their muzzles on today oh no they love they love the post because i i don't know i just i try to make it as fun as possible because i think that a lot more people should get involved with our program because it's so how can they get involved so can you i know that you can go on the website and there's a volunteer option there but can you list any other ways that people can get involved or donate money i think everything's on the website so is it ckrh.org yeah and they have like all the volunteers sign up so they can have um, orientation. And also they can just come and have like a tour. I think any time during the business hours they can come have a tour. And I think they can um, donate on the website. And we have our huge tax sale at the end of the year that any tax, really any tax, sometimes there's refrigerators and just the most pointless stuff, just anything that you want to take and bring to the horse park. It's really helpful. So so go to www.ckrh.org. There's, like she said, there's donate buttons. There's volunteer buttons. Um, they also have their Night of the Stores, Stars fundraiser, which Stores. just happened, <laughs> yeah, which is awesome. There's the tax sale. Show it your local horse show at Paul Frazier, which yeah. is to profit CKRH. But just so everybody knows, it's actually located right in the Kentucky Horse Park here in Lexington. So, like she said, if you're in town, go get a tour of the property and see how it kind of has brought this young lady into our lives, (laughs) created her. But um, thank you so much for coming today. Of course. I feel like we actually were somehow able to tackle all the things I wanted to tackle and spin it together into, like, one cohesive statement, which is be nice to each other, take pretty pictures, if you can't take pretty pictures, look pretty so that the yeah. pictures are just pretty. Just smile. Pat your horse. Honestly, <laughs> just pat your horse. Don't come out of there. Pat it's your horse. Just real quick. Wait, it's, pat your horse or fist pump. I've been or trying fist to pump get a good or fist hug pump your picture. horse. Don't fall it's off. My uh, my favorite quote is to that. Basically, to sum it up, is that you have no idea what anyone's struggling with. So just to be kind always. So the person that place first ahead of you at the show to not feel mad towards them but yeah. like just congratulate them because you have no idea how hard they've worked with this horse yeah. even if you think oh it just came from land rover of course they're winning just go be nice to them tell them they did a great job and if they're sad probably give them a little bit of space yes a bit. just like don't thank go you up to don't them come up to me after i had four <laughs> rails in stadium and ask me what's wrong with yeah. my horse it's not nice yeah. But do come up to me after I go double clean on cross country yeah, and say good job. <laughs> yeah, just be nice. It's it's really I don't think I don't understand why it's that's like the hardest concept. The but. beauty of eventing is that 
we already are kind of like the nicest group. Yeah, for sure. But look up at each other, guys. Say good luck. Say good job. Air five as you're passing each other on the horse path. Like, we're all there spending a ton of money to have a good time. Let's make it a better time. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Go to Humans of Eventing on Facebook. Go to www.ckrh.org. What's your Instagram name? Skipper Doodle Fritz. Is yeah. that it? Yep, it is. Don't even worry about that. Just find JJ. Yeah, I'm everywhere. I'm not unfortunately, but yeah, it's a little overwhelming. <laughs> oh my God. I love you, girl. Thank you love so much you for too. coming. Yep. <laughs>